Welcome. You're listening to Talk About Healthy Living. I am so pleased to have you join me today. Relationships are tricky and ultimately teach us a lot about ourselves. Well, that is if we're willing to be open to change, grow, and cultivate healthier relationships. So in less than 10 minutes, I'm going to share tips that contribute to better relationships, whether with your spouse or partner, kids, friends, work associates. These suggestions apply to all relationships. I'm your host, Peggy Sealfan. I'm an internationally known personal development coach trained by world masters in Eastern and Western traditions. I've been married and divorced, lost many friendships along the way, so I'm going to give you advice from both my professional and personal experiences. Be open to use what works for you. We all have pasts and hurts that we've experienced along the way. We all seek love acceptance, and respect. So first of all, be mindful and conscious in your relationships. Be aware of reactions that you might have to what someone says or how they say it or something they do. Maybe they're canceling plans or they're late to meet you and it makes you feel disrespected. Their actions can trigger old emotional baggage in you that makes you feel unappreciated or undervalued. Quick story about an experience I had many years ago with my husband at the time, way before all my trainings. I was waiting for him at a restaurant that we had agreed to meet at at a certain time. He was late, very late, and I was getting angrier and angrier with each passing minute that he wasn't honoring my time, and also I was very hungry. So my hunger and anger blinded me from just accepting the moment. I wasted a lot of energy on anger, which eventually turned to compassion. He finally arrived and announced he'd had an accident when a deer ran in front of our Jeep and he couldn't stop. He was fine, he assured me, but neither the Jeep nor the deer were in very good shape. Mind you, this was way before cell phones, so I'm dating myself. My point is, we often react rather than respond. We're often thrown into an analysis of what does this mean about me or for me, or are my needs being met, right? So communication is of paramount importance. But it's not just talking to one another or at one another. It's truly about listening, taking the time to be there, to fully understand someone else's perspectives, feelings, and interests. At the end of the day, instead of superficial questions like, how was your day? Try asking probing questions like, what challenged you the most today? Or what made you feel the best today? Ask, share information. This next one is a biggie and the essence of good relationships. Work on yourself. Develop passion about your life and cultivate a balanced life in which you create happiness for yourself. You cannot give to others what isn't flowing through you. So first and foremost, develop your love muscle. If you want more love, be loving. If you want trust, be trustworthy. If you want respect, be respectful. The law of reciprocity will bring back to you what you give. So give what you want to get, but without attachment to an outcome. 
In other words, let go of expectations. Give to someone you care about because it gives you pleasure and it makes them feel good. Not because you want something in return. Be unconditional in your relationships and be honest and real with yourself. As Oscar Wilde once said, be yourself. Everyone else is taken. So be the partner or friend that you'd want in your life. Know that how you might deal with a situation may be completely different than your friend or mate. Respect their nature and their experiences, their past. Being judgmental or even jealous can create conflict and resistance. Be you and let them be who they are. You can learn and grow from letting go and know that you cannot change anyone else. You're not responsible for anyone else. You're only responsible for you. And you can only change you and your reactions. Now that said, you can ask for what you want, especially in intimate relationships. Sometimes there's disappointment, but your lover is not a mind reader. So you need to demonstrate or ask for what pleases you. In relationships, being open to trying new experiences can add zest and excitement. Again, communication is important. You don't always need to agree, but it's helpful to work on understanding. I love the cartoon in which two guys are standing on opposite sides of a number. The number is a six or nine, depending on which side you're standing on. And one guy comments, well, to me, it's a nine. Just because you don't agree doesn't mean I'm wrong. You're not seeing it from my perspective. So it's not about being right or wrong. Ultimately, it doesn't matter. It's more about being heard and accepting another's point of view, even if it doesn't match your own. Their experiences have contributed to their perspective. Honor that and be aware. So when conflicts or disagreements arise, be kind and understanding rather than reactive and defensive. It's often not about you, but about something they are going through. Personally, I've been in a committed relationship for over nine years now, and the last four have been filled with political divisions in the United States, and it hit us hard because we sit on opposite ends of the spectrum. We love and care for each other deeply, but we had to agree that we disagree, and we chose not to have political discussions. Those were just off the table, in order to maintain peace at home. And it was, and continues to be challenging, but we care too much about one another to allow external influences to disrupt our commitment, which in every other respect is blissful. The last element I want to cover today is to reinforce how you feel about your relationship. Again, in my case, my guy is so demonstrative. Every day he does something awesome to show me his love for me, and it's intoxicating. Of course, it also encourages me to want to do more for him. Actually, when we were first dating, I commented that we're both such givers, we're both so generous, one of us has to learn to receive. And without missing a beat, he asserted, well, it will have to be you. And indeed, I have had to learn to accept and receive so many gifts he's given me over the years from nightly dinners that he loves to cook to weekly roses to filling up my car with gas. He is constantly showing me how much he cares and he always wants to make my life better. So he nurtures our relationship for which I'm divinely grateful. Of course, 
all relationships can hit bumps in the road along the way, or they can get into lazy behaviors like taking your partner or friend for granted. If that happens, go back to your early memories of the relationship. Remember the early days and the things you used to do for your partner. Reignite those things and add new ones. Build your repertoire and expand your recipe for a healthy relationship. Okay, here's one last thought. Sometimes the fear of losing a relationship causes great angst and creates a level of neediness that undermines the relationship. So, three things, trust, commitment, and openness to grow are good characteristics to work on for yourself. If you need any help, reach out to me and take advantage of my free session linked in the show notes. May all your relationships be filled with joy and love. I hope you've benefited from your time with me today. I'm sending you love and light. Join me again next week for another episode of Talk About Healthy Living.